Welcome to NFL Mayo. I'm Aiden. And I'm T. Luke is on a hiatus this week. He has hiatus. Uh, in-laws coming? Is that right? Yeah. Or at least yeah. at least in-law, right? He has an in-law at least, at the very least coming. Potentially laws of the yeah. end. But the problem is, it's not just that. It's the fact that Luke has an utter disdain for anything mock. He's like yeah. mock draft. That sounds like a fucking bore. He's like, like give me, give me a real life draft. That's what yeah, I want. And, uh, I mean, Luke loves to go into these drafts blind, knowing about five of the players in them, and just being like, "Yeah, fun football." And like, I'll give him this: like, he's the first to latch on to the guy I say is going to be good, and then I'm like, "Dude, Justin right. Jefferson, what a fucking steal at the bottom of the first. Look what happened. Mm-hmm. Favorite, almost his favorite player now." I said, "Stephon Diggs, dude, this guy's going to murder coming out of Maryland. I mean, he's been I'd injured s- and never had a QB." I'd say it is his favorite player, like straight up. Justin? Yeah. So I love that I mean, about Luke, though, is he, he doesn't like the mock draft, which is what I, I feel like many NFL fans love the mock draft. Yeah. Especially if their team isn't like a playoff team at the moment. They're like, okay, this is my this is our time to this shine. This is our time to, time sh- to get amp better. up. Right. Yes. And not only is he not about that, but he lo- he locks in on those like talented rookies so quick and loves them. And I, I have a lot of respect for that because he's yeah. like the first one to get a, a jersey. You know that. Oh, yeah. He's um, a jersey loving boy. And that's all to him. say for the viewer out there, Luke is wearing pretty much a different football jersey. Basically, every podcast like this is real sauce. He cares. OK, um, yeah, he's got that. This drip. Is, yeah, this is all to say we miss Luke. Sad to not have him, but honestly, he doesn't know shit about college prospects, so fuck him. You know? Yeah, and, well, I mean, I don't know as much as you JK, know. we love you, we love you, we love you. We love you, we love you, Willoughby, we love you, Bug. You may not, so I will say, um, I don't know that much, I'm a layman, but I do know college footballs pretty well. Right. College football prospects, sorry, yeah. rather. Um, because I watch a lot, and not only that, I have a huge interest in college football recruiting, and that started when I was like a sophomore in high school. Um, I would just like listen to 808s and Heartbreaks on YouTube. Second tab pulled up Rivals. I'm like, oh man, is Ohio State going to get the son of Joe Montana and the son of Chris Carter this year? Like that shit was cool to me. And I kept doing it. And once you start getting a little older, you're like, I'm really like watching a lot of high school football players right now. This is getting strange. And then I realized like there's all these like 40 year olds reporting on them. And I'm like, okay, that's kind of a weird career choice. Like now yeah, that I'm starting but, to get older. Yeah, I mean it's 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 a hobby though. I mean, I it's respect it. I, I mean, if I if like if you of I had a great football team, like oh, like, Lord. like I wish Illinois basketball. I'm all over their recruiting. You know, they just signed like a four star like Mister Mister Wisconsin uh, basketball recruit the other day. Awesome. Um, but like, I mean, it's it's just. Illinois sucks, so I I can't just the I can't state follow in them. Yeah, well, the state, the team, the just, well, mostly the football team. It's just, it's just a really you know. Bad I'm probably gonna try to get into grad school there, so hopefully they can amp up so well, I can go to all the games. Move um, up. It's closer, closer to home. So getting back into it, what our plan today is: we did a mock draft simulator. 
where wherein we were basically on the phone. We both chose for all 32 teams and we just went back and forth on picks. Choosing mm-hmm. specifically for our own teams, he chose for the Vikings and the Colts. I chose for the Bears, even if it wasn't exactly right. We might have doubled up on a pick or two. Right. Um, after we get through this first round, we're going to probably talk about players we'd like to see in the second for our specific teams, not every team. Maybe guys we'd like to see later in the draft. And then I am specifically going to go into like some of my late-round crushes. And if T's got any prospects he wants to talk yeah. about and swoon over for sure. And we also didn't include any trades because that makes it very convoluted. Right. Honestly, the the trade math isn't that easy. And especially to like, it's strange. The teams that we thought would get certain QBs ended up just getting them at the picks they're already sitting at. So like, we'll talk about that when we get to it. I think we should probably but, just jump right in. And but like you say that there are going to be trades like there's no Correct. Doubt. yeah that's not to say that there won't be right. it's just that we're ill-equipped to speculate on trades at this point because we're only do- doing a first round draft so like what's the benefit of making trades when you don't have the implications later you know what i mean exactly because like, yeah i'll gonna... trade all my fucking picks because there's going to be picks flying around everywhere and all lately, kinds of years i mean that's been be the crazy. thing yeah yeah, people are going to be moving up. They're going to, I mean, teams by now have already fallen in love with their guy, you would think. Especially you know, at the top. Yes. At the top, or maybe especially. Usually it's a couple guys if you're like outside of the top five. So, so are you ready? What yeah, you I'm ready. Yeah. Awesome. All right. I'm going to lead us in. I was the first choice. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Jacksonville Jaguars, Urban Meyer, head coach, take Trevor Lawrence, Clemson QB, the golden boy. Everyone knew it was going to happen. T, you are now on the clock. Yep, no doubter. Um, Second overall, the New York Jets take Zach Wilson, quarterback out of BYU. And you know, Um, the crazy thing to me is that that's just like a guarantee is what everyone's saying. That's what everyone's saying. I don't necessarily see that, but I mean, they're like – basically saying this is almost as lock as Lawrence. I love Zach Wilson and but <laughs> even I like still don't I still kind of agree with you. Like I I still think that Justin Fields and Zach Wilson are a close two and three. Like I don't I like I think they're close you know what I mean? I don't think that Zach Wilson is Would they have their own line or would they be bullet pointed? Would they be an A B? Or do you think it's a clear differentiation between like, two and three? Ooh. Because ah, that's two, a good the, the one. number three pick. Dun, 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 no, I'm not doing that every time. The number three pick that a lot yeah, of people yeah. have been saying yeah, was Mac segue. Jones yeah. is in my in my eyes, Justin Fields. So I think Justin Fields oh, is that guy. I'd hundred percent agree with that. You put Fields on the Niners and it's gonna pop. That's my thing. If you're going to stick with Garoppolo, you have, in my opinion, three. the three other options are the high upside, high floor guy who's done it at a high level fields. You have the high ceiling guy, potentially lower floor guy who has maybe the most potential out of all of them, but the least experience um, in Trey Lance. And then you have the very, very, I don't even think it's that high of a floor, but everyone else does. Apparently fucking genius alcoholic mac jones 
who's apparently this like fucking football god. Like, I think that's such a terrible move so, if you trade multiple first to get this guy. I like, think if he was so African American, dude, I don't even think a team would touch him. He had two no. DUIs, and Luke gives me a lot of crap. But like, I hate seeing this guy on two televised um, pro days nationally talking about how he's like the mo- smartest, like most insane leader Alabama's. Like, first off, this guy started one year, one less than fucking Fields. Fields yeah. scored the highest on like one of the like aptitude, not the wonder lick, but apparently another aptitude test. He scored the highest of anyone ever. Um, he's, I, Fields actually faced adversity. His team is loaded with NFL talent. I mean, Correct. let's be real; it's loaded with NFL talent. He his team has more talent around it than any other quarterback, except for maybe Justin Fields. Justin oh, Fields. Alabama is, has more talent. But they do. Don't they don't do. sleep on that Ohio State wide receiver room right now. Well, like they're the best in the country. I know that's what you're saying, but even last year, like they were fire, and the in the year before that, Olave's so. really good. He's well, not yeah. quite Devonte Smith, but he like maybe could do that kind of thing. Well, I thought he was like eligible. I thought he would come out. He is. But. He was projected first round pick, and he came back. You know why? Yeah, he said, smart. I'm going to be the number one wide receiver next year. That's what he said. Well, it'll make him a lot of money if, uh, because next year, like I like I always say, it's wide receiver and O-line heavy this East year. famine, usually. It'll, it'll probably dip, dip out next year. Although, like the last few years, it's been wide receiver city, it seems like. It, you know why? It's because the game's changing. There's so many seven-on-sevens. Like right. these wide receivers are, and quarterbacks are getting better and better and better at what they need to do in college to make plays. Mm-hmm. And it's just getting harder and harder for these offensive linemen to adjust because they're not blocking long because of, I don't know if a team's got like five first round picks, a wide receiver, you'd think you'd want to like catch the ball and distribute it to them as fast as possible and yeah. let them work with it. And offensive linemen don't have to block that much anymore. Um, but it's, no, I think it's a, a lot to do point. with the seven yeah. on sevens, to be honest. Like these wide receivers are getting expert coaching. These quarterbacks yep. are progress. They're playing all year and they're always running route trees with guys. Defensive backs are honestly getting better because they're covering them all year too. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, I don't know. The game of football is changing. And the, and the weirdest part is you can get running backs in the fourth and fifth round every year. That'll get you like potentially a thousand yards. Yeah. So it's like, you'll get, they're still studs. runners. Yeah, it's almost it's almost not smart to take a running back in the first round like these days or even the second. We may have one though. We later may later on. Later on. That's so, a little teaser. Okay, where were where were it's we? It's on Falcons. you, big guy. Number Falcons. four, I'm taking Kyle Pitts. Um, I do want to I do want to preface that I yep perfect that it's gonna, gonna I I really think they're gonna trade back with somebody. I do think they're going to – I think the cap hit with Matt Ryan is something, like, absurd. Like, It's, for, like, 30 almost? Like, 30. Or is it high? It's, like, almost 40, I oh, think. Oh, wow. You can't move so him So right you now. can't do anything. And I think he still has a little gas left. I mean, he's a couple years removed from, like, an MVP level. And he he hasn't been the problem necessarily in Atlanta. It's been the defense. So I will. So I will say. Ice age is over. What? Uh, you don't think the Maddie Ice Age is over? You don't think it's time for new blood? I don't. I don't think so. Not this early, at least. I don't think since 
three since three of the five will be gone, I don't think the value is there of in getting um, either Mac Jones or Trey Lance. Correct. Yeah. I agree with that. And, and again, we do we both agree that that pick will most likely be traded out of. Right. So um, I just put best player available. Best player available. And don't get me wrong, if Kyle if they do draft Kyle Pitts, I think that would be amazing. But I would if I'm the Falcons GM, I'm trying to trade back with like the Broncos at nine. 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 Um or even like the Pats at fifteen if you can get a huge haul. Because the the Falcons need defense. Like that's that's their issue. It's Big not time. it's not Matt Ryan and Julio and Calvin Ridley and Hayden Hurst, Todd Gurley. I mean, they're pretty stacked, so they need an offensive line and and like everybody in that. They NFL. need a couple and players at every level of their defense, in my opinion. Yes, definitely. So um what's who's number five number five is one that is indelible on my brain the cincinnati Bengals. oh uh, yeah i don't want to see uh, please don't let burrow get any more scars on his body please 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 i don't like seeing it uh t mm. got me a joe burrow jersey and i am a bears fan but i'm also a very big joe burrow fan yeah he got me the fucking lame ass last season dude they're cool lame <laughs> compared to what just, they came out i'm just with. kidding they're the legacy jersey now the new ones are fucking sick uh they Pinay are sewell Pinay sewell i think is the guy yeah, great he pick. won the outland trophy at age 19 everyone's pegging him there there's memes about their debate between him and jamar chase do i think jamar chase would fucking kill it yeah i think they would immediately rekindle the connection from two years ago. And I think that guy's been doing nothing but staying in shape and staying fresh because he opted out. And so right. did Sewell, to be honest. But yep. I think Sewell being such a young player, so talented with his intangibles, I think that's a guy you can't pass up on. He is probably as highly regarded of, of an offensive lineman as like a sure thing as Quentin Nelson was. And Quentin Nelson was a guy I wanted on the Bears. I'm like, mm-hmm. do you take a guard in the top half of the draft? Yeah, if he's that good. And this is a tackle. Of course you take him. So, yeah, yeah that's it. That's all I got to say, Peninsula. Yeah, that's a – I mean, you have to. I completely agree with that. That would be a – I mean, and they've got the other tackle from Alabama. Jonah Williams from Alabama. Yep. So, so I would they'll say move him to the right, right? Correct? Maybe not. They might keep him at left depending on comfortability. They do that a lot because okay. if he's like – He's going to be in his third year in the league. First year stolen via knee injury. Second year last year. Um, I would assume so once you bring Sewell, him in. Yeah. So once Sewell's, Sewell's bigger than him. Right. I think Sewell might go right tackle and potentially shift later. Shift once he's not a rookie. Right. Yep. Because his size and his athleticism will be well suited for the right while he learns how to take on NFL pass rushers. And it just depends because if Williams is really not playing well, I haven't heard of him being anything other than like solid. If right, he's not playing like well, average. then you're going to want to move that guy to left. Right. Sure. So his so Burrow's knee doesn't Sewell's get Sewell's the potential generational in. talent, you know? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Your pick, Miami Dolphins, first of two. Okay. I've got – this is a tough one because there are two top-notch Alabama wide receivers that Tua – it seems like, I mean, they're definitely sticking with Tua and building around him. So can we, can I just say real quick that I'm pretty sure they both said they preferred Mac Jones over to it. Just so you know, like publicly. Really? 
<laughs> and I might that might be because Mac's about to get drafted, but they both literally Jalen Waddle and Devontae Smith both chose Mac Wilson over to it. I don't Mac know what Jones. that says. Yeah. <laughs> All right, sorry, go ahead. Oh my gosh. Well, that's crazy. I mean, you would think that the Dolphins might want to take one like either Waddle or Devontae Smith. I like what you said earlier on our phone call that Jalen Waddle might be the first wide receiver taken like in the entire draft just because I I really believe that. Yeah, so he, I wouldn't be surprised him going here just with the connection that he already has with Tua. But I I still think that Jamar Chase is but like just a step above both of those guys from Alabama. So I've got them taking the stud out of LSU who opted out of 2020. But he did. He, uh, I think he's going to come in and be a star. Do you, and I, I do too. I think potentially all three of the he was guys better than mentioned. he was better than Justin Jefferson in college. Like, a, and it wasn't even better. a question. Yeah, it a wasn't even better. a question. No. And I, so I'm going to reference this later. This is a little foreshadowing. I'm going to break down a lot of top high school prospects that mm-hmm. are going to be able to be had in this draft in the later rounds. Um, yeah. One of them that's not going to be available so much later is Terrace Marshall. We projected him into the first round out of LSU. Yeah. He was, I think, a top 10 prospect in high school. And he made that, he relegated that guy to third on the depth chart. Yeah. Jamar Chase, I've been watching film breakdowns of him. Um, he fights through press not only better than a lot of receivers, he like invites it because he uses it to, to like slingshot past them because he's strong. Right. right. And it's like, Test him at your own like risk. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. Something to mention though. Who was the? Do you remember who was the number the first wide receiver drafted last year? It was a. It was a shock then. Uh, was it? It was a uh, Henry Rugg. So the t- same type of receiver. Yes. As Jalen Waddle. Yep. I'm not saying that the Raiders are gonna do it. I'm just saying like teams really value that game-breaking speed, especially when you see players like Pat throwing it to Tyreek Hills of the world. You're not going to get a Tyreek Hill very often ever, but I think Jalen Waddle's a better wide receiver than Henry Ruggs by a fair amount. I think he's a really sudden, really good wide receiver. Yeah. Like all around. All around. He came back his senior year, which says something. So did Devontae Smith. Well, he he came came back. He came, excuse me. He came back like injured. Like in yeah. the playoff and still balled out. He and still, I thought he probably then I was still like, got a hundred yards on our fucking defense. Yeah, like hey, tough Borland, I want you to cover Devontae Smith in the slot. Yeah, how, good luck. How? 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 I could do how? a whole podcast on our defensive fucking assignments during the national championship. You really could. I am Steve Sarkeesian. It's not hard. Motion left, motion right, motion left, touchdown. You just get t- you just get fucking one of our slow guys in the middle running back and forth. All right, back to this year's mock draft. Who do we got? I got to pull up another tab. One second. And that leads us actually – I should have just known. So, yeah, we had Jamar Chase going six. I say number seven to the Detroit Lions, Jalen Waddle. And I truly think he could also be the first one taken. I think his suddenness, his burst, his speed, his actual – like he can actually run a route tree unlike Ruggs. I don't think Ruggs was running a full route tree. No, I thought he was just a speed guy, yeah. Yeah. He's a great Waddle's a great locker room guy from what I've seen. He's very compact. He's got more muscle than Rugs too, and I think he's got similar uh, speed breakaway. So I think that's a much needed talent for the Lions. They just got rid of Galladay. Um, 
I think they might still have Marvin Jones, if I'm not mistaken. But when you have a new guy coming in golf, it's great to have a guy you can dump off a quick pass to that can potentially get you a lot of yak yards. And had those you, stats. And you think that could possibly possibly also be a trade down situation, right? Absolutely. I'm going to specify right now. We think seven. We think four. We, we think, think eight, nine, ten. Like a lot of these could easily be trade downs for sure. And I think teams that would trade up are like the 15th pick, the Patriots, the Bears at 20. I think the Washington football team at 19 could trade up. The, I think the Broncos at nine, I think, could trade Broncos. up to four. I think that would be the perfect partner. Uh, Broncos, Falcons trade. So, so yeah, I'd keep so an we, eye on that. For sure, absolutely. We think that is going to happen, but for yeah. this exercise, we didn't do the trades. Right. Um, but yeah, I think probably the most pressing need for the fucking kneecap nars of the fucking midwest the fighting dan campbells i think they need a wide receiver who can take the top off i'm taking jalen waddle next pick I like panthers it. at number eight panthers we had this uh, as a trade as a possible trade down but i had him taking standout uh tackle guard whatever you want to call him you you i, I mean tackle. i think he's a tackle he can play guard too though rayshon slater I think he I think Northwestern. Out of Northwestern. And actually on the mock drafts on the simulator it gave us an F minus. It was the only bad grade we got yeah. on the whole thing. And I thought that was hilarious because whenever you take that talented of a tackle, like you just think just the positional value alone would give you like at least a C. Right well well I I knew it was kind of a reach just because they didn't need. They don't necessarily need. They might. Who's their draft, left tackle? They might draft a quarterback. Who knows? They don't have. I to. I think they could. I, I we talked about that actually. They could. We talked about that. That could be a spot for Trey Lance right there. And if they don't like Sam Darnold after this year, they don't have to. They did not pick up his fifth year option yet. So I'll say this right now, just looking into it, I couldn't even fucking tell you who their left tackle is right now. Exactly. I know their right so. tackle is like Taylor Moten. I think they did have right. um, Russell Okum. I, I think believe. you're right. Yeah. Yeah. But I, oh, he got like half of his contract in Bitcoin. Did you hear about that? that yeah. Was like a and, thing. He's, and then it he made money off of it. He's the richest, and he's like the richest player in the NFL now because of it. No, he's not. Well, I don't I, think so. I would check on that. He may be, but I think he, he profited millions because the right. uh, they had to like put it in like es- escrow or some shit. Yeah. And then it appreciated in value throughout the season because Bitcoin went up. Well, it was yeah. a very good move. Bitcoin's at like $60,000 right now per coin. Yeah, whatever. I don't know how that shit works. Well, me either, <laughs> yeah. but whatever. I think Rashawn Slater's a great pick. I, I think, think so, too. Their whatever. offense is fucking PFF bussing. mock simulator, whatever. Yeah, sh- whatever, PFF. They're, their offense is bussing. They've got talent dripping, except their quarterback is garbage and blockheaded. Um, I wouldn't, go, le- as, I wouldn't go that far with it yet. Give me, okay. give me six games with... <laughs> with give, se- how's this? I'll give you three years. Of his tape. And you can tell me what you think. Okay, well, I we've been through this. Uh, yeah, we're me, talking about Sam Darnold. You can give me... Yeah, we can, you can give me three We're getting years. derailed. We are, big time. I'm sorry. 
but it's fine. let's get to the let's get to another QB next. Number nine pick. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Broncos. We think the Broncos are going to trade up, but for our purposes, this actually just happened organically. Trey Lance fell to the Broncos at nine. Again, we don't think he will last that long. No. I think we're both in consensus on that. Yeah. Right. North Dakota State product. The but I, but I could an, see them landing him like by trading up via trade. By like yeah. four or six or something. You know what yeah. I mean? I don't think yeah. the Bengals will potentially want to give up on Sewell. But yeah, Trey Lance, North Dakota State, high upside guy. PFF draft gave us an A-plus on that one. I think they're desperate to get a QB. I think they keep chomping at the bit and they keep missing on these guys. And I think they're going to keep shooting. You know, they didn't like Drew Locke. They didn't like his fucking finger guns. Speaking of shooting, they, Luke thinks he's the corniest <laughs> dude alive. He is. Except for Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Ugh. Let's burn through that a little bit. Who's he got? Number 10. Uh, who is number 10? Who's the Patrick Sertain? Patrick Sertain goes to the Dallas Cowboys. Okay, they need a corner. Their their defense was absolutely atrocious. And I almost took J.C. Horn here. But I think that Patrick Sertain is almost... uh, I wouldn't call him a safer pick, but I think they're both going to be very good corners in the league. Uh, you want to hear that? I think I've already said this on the pod, and I also agree. I think that's like a almost like a locked pick. I think they might right. just take him. But the yeah. thing is, and tell me if you agree, I think Patrick Sertain the second, if you move him to strong safety, he might be like an all pro in two years. Yeah. That I, guy's heady. He's built like a safety. Which he is. I mean, if you can if you can maximize that on the outside, do it because corners are more valuable. But I think he's a step slower than these top end speed guys. He's got all the all the like skill set. He's got the technique down pat. But I think if you put him at strong safety where he's working off of um, tight ends, running backs coming out of the backfield, more slot guys. And you have the opportunity down by the line of scrimmage to help in the run and blitz. I think that might even be better tailored to his skill set. And I think I think the Cowboys right. just need talent in the secondary. Pair him up with Stephon Diggs, little brother from last year, their second round pick. Yeah, Trayvon. Trayvon Diggs. Yep. Yeah, I I actually love that idea. I love a corner moving to safety, especially like you said, if you if you don't have the blazing speed like J.C. Horn like J.C. Horn has like to cover the guys on the outside like Julio and, you know, D-Hop and Diggs and all. I mean, every team you face in the NFL is going to have an absolute, at least one absolute stud on the outside that has an, like a, an ability to just take the top off of you and burn you. I will. I do want to mention though. Corner is It's not to say that he is a slouch at corner. He's he's the number one corner for a reason. He locked right. people down his entire career. He yes. was like, I'll pull it up later. I think he was the number six recruit in his high school class out of Florida. And he's just been that guy the whole time. And there was never even a fucking question about it. Like, and honestly, when you can get a guy like that, that's always just been the one and he's never shown anything otherwise. Great move. Next yes. pick. The Giants. Uh, was my, was my pick. The Giants. I yep. took Christian Darisaw from Virginia Tech. I want him on the Bears really badly. I like his story. He didn't get the offers he wanted coming out of high school. The only big school, big power five school that offered was Virginia Tech. 
with the caveat that he had to go to a military academy for a year prior. And he did. And then he fucking was like, I'm going to start when I get there my freshman year, redshirt. And he did. Mm. He started. And he's always been good there. He's very yes. athletic. A uh, good character guy. His like number one criticism is that he plays a little lax at times. And I'm like, send him a better pass rusher then. Right. Test my test my man a little bit. Test right? him. Uh, Throw him so some then weight. PFF wasn't that high on it. I think that could be because they took Andrew Thomas out of Georgia third, I believe, last year. Yeah. But we were having this talk earlier. We couldn't remember if Nate Solder was gone or not. Um, I know his cap hits big. But either way, I think when you've got Saquon, when you've got Danny Dimes, who you're probably going to give like one more year to try it out. You yes. just picked up a good yeah. wideout in Kenny Galladay. I think getting book and tackles, getting book and tackles in back-to-back years, a good move. Andrew Thomas needs to prove something, but I think he might be better served on the right side because he's very large. So yes. kind of more of a run game guy. I think. All right. Yeah, I, agree I think that's that. all my commentary for that pick. No, I Number agree 12. with that. Number 12, the Eagles, another wide receiver, Devontae How did he Smith. slip? How, How did, did he, he slip to 12? I, well, I think that it's – I don't think he'll slip all the way to 12, but I I think he could be the third wide receiver taken. You he know weighs I mean? as much as a sack of potatoes and everyone's so, scared of it. He is so thin, and I think he will do good, but I it scares me him running any route and, like, Harrison Smith coming and ending his career in one shot, like – that's just horrifying. I, I agree, but I'm not scared of Devontae Smith per se getting fucked up. I'm scared of an inexperienced quarterback who's inaccurate throwing a fucking hospital route for him, and he's too competitive, and he goes for it and gets fucked up. Because exactly. he is yeah. small, but he's got such technical savvy that he is putting people on skates out of his breaks every he could time. Be he the, gets open. Any three of these receivers that we just mentioned, whether it's – uh, Chase, Waddle, or Smith could be the best receiver in this draft, right? Do you agree with that? Oh, yeah. I actually think there's a couple others that might be potentially the best. I know Ooh, you. We're already yeah. hitting 30 minutes. I know. Maybe we got to go a little quicker. All yeah. right. So, All right. Devontae Smith slips. I think he could go earlier, but I think people are scared of his size a little bit. He's yes. a Heisman winner at wide receiver. Like, give this man all the respect. Yeah. He's walk off touchdown against Georgia from Tua. His freshman year. He's way better than uh, Jalen Rager and whoever else they and uh, Nelson. Oh my god, Aguilar. he's immediately their best wide receiver. Immediately, by a yeah. So okay, who's Elijah next? number thirteen for the Chargers. I was thinking of Herbert with this pick. I took Elijah Vera Tucker. He is a tackle guard type of guy out of USC. I think his position flexibility would bode well for that team that needs offensive line help. And when you've got a guy that comes out there and breaks rookie TD records, you got to protect him. Just simple as that. We got in an offensive four, heavy, offensive line heavy draft. We got four offensive tackles going in the first thirteen picks. That that would have to be, I would think, an all time record. Oh, there's there's probably been four, maybe in the five, first like five in the first thirteen. I don't. Look, I we need a stats guy. Maybe I should just do. also do that. <laughs> maybe I should d- diversify and start call Hazel. Hazel. Hazel, Dude, this do little, our little bear. Stats. You're my stats guy now. All right, bitch. 14 pick. It's the Vikings. That is all you, my man. Okay, this is a tough one because Mike Zimmer loves drafting first round corners, and uh, Jeff Gladney like is a horrible human being, and hopefully won't be on our team next year. 
yeah, with fuck like that guy. all those allegations were horrible, which I'm not even going to get into right now. Um, so, I mean, we have corners, but like there's they're n- they're not that good past like Dantzler, you know. Dantzler was like a third round pick though, or second. Yeah, and he was a little later though. Gladney was your first round pick. Exactly. So we need to replenish that, I think, right away. I was high on Gladney coming out of college. I gotta say that. But go ahead, hit me with this. So pick. I'll this guy take is my crush in the yeah, draft. Yeah, I'm gonna take J.C. Horn out of South Carolina. Joe I Horn's that, son. Yeah. Joe Horn said, "Yeah, you could go be a wide receiver like your dad, or you could cover him and uh, challenge his son." And his son's like, uh, "Bet." And fucking went out there and. I think the the best any of these like guys have done against him, these top dudes that he covered, including Pitts, was Devontae Smith, and he only had sixty yards. Yeah, that's impressive like, that's, as shit. That's a hell of a performance, in my opinion, when it you is. go against all these top flight so guys. I really he's got wanted length and I, speed, and he jumps out of the gym. Yeah, and he's yeah he's a got great ball skills too, right? This guy's a fucking stud. I this is hyperbolic a little bit, but I see some Jalen Ramsey in him. Like That's, legitimately. Well, that excites me. Jalen Ramsey was just the same type of talent coming out of Florida State. He's just he has the length. He's got the athleticism. He has the mentality. He's got a lot of similarities. He was just on a bad team, and he still balled the fuck out. He still did. So All I right, would so- I would rather us get an offensive lineman there, but we had four of them go so quick that I was like I didn't want to. You're starting to get to the second wave, and right. then there's so many guys in the third wave that you might as well just get them later. You may, you know as, wait, I mean? may as well wait. Yep. Okay. So who's number 15 yep. is the New England Patriots, a team that we think could potentially trade up to get just this type of guy anyway, but we ended up having him go 15, Mac Jones. I don't want to get into it too much. I think I'm getting kind of tired of the comparisons with him to Tom Brady. Me too. Because like mildly athletic white pasty QBs that come out and run a slow ass 40 are not all going to be fucking Tom Brady. That's an, an anomalous Actually, pick. None the of round. them are going to be Tom Brady. Literally none of them are going to be We will never to see ever. Tom Brady like probably in our lifetimes. It's very probably weird. Um, yeah, it I'm is. not going to dwell on that. I think yeah. th- I, I do think there's a chance the Patriots try to go up and get a QB. 16, all you. Okay. Well, well first, I'll just say if there's a quarterback I had to take to bust, because there's going to be one or two to bust in this in, out of the five, um, it'd have to be Mac Jones. But who's I think okay. that's fair. Who's next? Sixteen. Uh, Barmore. Christian Barmore for the Arizona Cardinals out of Alabama. Uh, they need some interior defensive line help. I know they signed. JJ Watt, but they still need they still need some help on that um, defensive yeah, line, you, and their offense is stacked. If you like, pair Chandler Jones with JJ Watt on the edges, and then you add a pass rushing defensive interior guy yes. like Barmore, mm-hmm. and you not only that, but you're going to free him up to like he may even potentially have one on ones as an interior guy. Exactly. Because of the edge threat. Like, because, you're just yep. getting more pass rush. We got to go a little quicker. We've been, yep. like, really expanding on everything. I know. 17th pick, I got the Raiders taking Micah Parsons out of Penn State. I've waxed poetic about this guy's blitzing capabilities. He's very talented, got a few off-the-field character issues. 
I think they have to get speed in the middle of their defense. And they'll probably end up overdrafting a fucking Clemson dude like they always do because <laughs> they have no fucking concept. Like, go back to the booth. What the fuck's his name again? Uh, Mike Mayock. Yeah, Mayock. I couldn't think of it. Yeah. Mayock, go back to doing mock drafts because you suck at real ones. All right, Micah Parsons, 17. Their number one guy right now is Bears cast off Kwiatkowski. He's just not fast enough, but he's still a good player. I think that's a great pick. I think this, that's a great pick. This by the way, I was rude when you made this pick at 18 because I think it's a bad pick. I didn't mean to be so mean about it, but go ahead. And they gave me an A minus on the PFF. They did. So, I don't think this guy's gonna do well. Okay, well I've got them taking uh edge rusher Aziz Ojolari out of Georgia. And you dogged on him. You said he's undersized and this and that. But, I mean, I've watched undersized edge rushers dominate in the league, like, my entire life. So What's up? What defense do, do they run? Do they run a 3-4? I think they do. Because did they, did, they, did they transition with Flores coming in? Is yes. Is that why? Because they used to be a 4-3. Yeah. And he's not – he's he's a 3-4 outside linebacker, maybe. Yes. So, I think – I think I might have been thinking he's not going to fit in a 4-3. That might have been my thing. Yeah, I th- I'm i pretty sure that they're a 3-4 because they've got like um, – well, they had like Kyle Van Noy and stuff, didn't they? Yeah, and they have uh, the guy from Clemson, Dexter Lawrence. Yeah, and Va- but Van Noy, they let go back to the Patriots. No, they have Christian Wilkins. Dexter Lawrence is on the Giants. Correct. Regardless, yep. they need a pat. They need they need extra guys, but they're an up and coming team, and it's cool because T got to pick for Miami both picks, and I got to pick for the Ravens both picks after their trade with the Chiefs to get Orlando or to trade away Orlando Brown. Right. Next right. pick, uh, Washington Football Team, another team I think could trade up. To get a QB, I got him taking Jeremiah Awosu Koromoa, Notre Dame guy. Oh, that watch out, Luke, Luke knows about. Yep. This guy hits like a fucking freight train. This guy's fun to watch. Super athletic, instinctive. I think he could be one of these fast tracking middle linebackers that we're mm-hmm. seeing on a lot of teams. Maybe give him a little bit of time, but I think with a uh, with that kind of coaching staff, with that kind of like Ron Rivera's defensive acumen, I think he could do well, especially with the defensive line in front of him. They're going to free him. They're really good. They're going to free him up to Rome and take his shot. I love that I like pick. It. Yeah. And I'll, I I did back-to-back here because yep, yep. number 20 is the Bears. This is troubling for me because they're a little bit too far out to feasibly trade up to get the guy I want, which is Fields. But you they're, still could. Maybe. They're like in the middle. So I'm just saying if someone guys, if someone slides, you could still trade up. and Correct. And I'm hoping that we get a guy that slides. But none of yep. the guys I wanted slid. I really wanted Horn. I really wanted Darisaw. There's a couple I wanted. And like when you get to 20, I like Tevin Jenkins. Do I like him at 20? I don't know. My thing is, and I've heard other guys talk about it, the Bears have, in my opinion, the most toxic wide receiver room in the NFL. You have Allen Robinson, who's uh, like potential top five talent who's disgruntled because we treat him like shit. He's probably a little bit mad that he got mugged to fuck like five times last year. <laughs> and then people were talking about his contested catch ability. Um, he's probably mad that we franchise tagged him when he said he didn't want to play for us. He's probably mad that we're not going to even have enough money to fucking extend him. And we also picked up Andy Dalton. So yeah. like, I'd be yep. mad. So there's that. Then you have Darnell Mooney, love him. I think he was a fifth-round pick, and he showed out. But he's small, and he, I think he's going to be good, but he's not a guy that you're going to rely on as a number one. Maybe a number two, probably a number three guy. 
Then our other two guys, one of which you traded up in the second draft round to get, Anthony Miller out of Memphis. He, him and uh, what's his head from Georgia? Javon. I can't think about the time. Yeah, Javon Wims. Yeah. They're both the two, the third and fourth guys off the bench, and they're most famous for sucker punching the exact same defensive back on the Saints and also trying to snatch his taint. Chauncey Garner-Johnson. Like, that's what they're famous for, is sucker yeah. punching someone. Which, and you didn't cut the practice squad guy first, the undrafted guy, and then you let the second round guy do it in the playoffs. It's just so How fucking toxic. bad of a wide receiver have you So had? toxic. So, not only that, they also, with very limited funds, made an actual run at Bateman. Or not, sorry, I just spoiled it. They made a run at Galladay, who ended right. up going to, yep. the, to Giants. the Giants. So I yep. think they've got a lot of focus on wide receivers. I like Rashad Bateman coming out of Minnesota. I like there's a couple tape. other there's a couple other guys um that are wide receivers like Terrace Marshall's good. You've got the guy from Florida, but Tony and you've yeah. got you've got my guy from Purdue, Rondell Moore, but honestly, I think you need a guy like Rashad Bateman because what he's coming out with is a very very good route running tree like he's got great routes he knows how to get open he's got insane hands he's got big playability he showed he has good speed he's not a top end speed guy but he's got enough speed he reminds me a lot of an Allen robinson type player mm -hmm. a guy that's gonna make it happen for you a guy you can rely on and he's a big 10 guy i always want to draft a big 10 guy oh yeah so love it that's my pick i think we need tackle we need qb and we need cornerback but i think rashad bateman could be one of those guys that ends up being like potentially one of the top guys in this draft like weirdly i really do think that like a jefferson maybe i don't know if he's necessarily that swaggy and shit but like dude this guy's making one-handed shimmy and I, people off the fucking brakes like he's well, really i watched good. a couple games with him against like i've watched him live of yeah. and he's like put up like 200 some yards and I'm like who is this he wore he number zero guy. last year if i'm not mistaken because he was that fucking dude all right, pick 21. Let's All start right. burning things. Uh, my second team, Indianapolis. I've got them taking Quiddy Pay out of Michigan. Uh, just a freak of an athlete, like 6'5", 240, something Super like that. Athletic. Super Never athletic. Never quite put it together, though. Never had the stats that are like that would wow you, but just has the wow on, on like the – on, on the intangibles and the, I mean, the stuff Correct. you can't teach, right? And I've so, mentioned it, but these Michigan guys come in undercoached every time. They do. So they do. He's and probably that's a not guy just, you can't that's expect like, that's to, fact. It's that's just not fact. Just, yeah. They're that's not, not like, they're undercoached when they come in. Right. That's not an Ohio State, like, it's not their fault. No, it's not it's their not. fucking fault. They yeah. need better coaching. They're very they, – dude, they're top athletes. Like, all of these dudes are superstar caliber they players. They are. and Donovan Peoples-Jones should have been a first-round pick. Yes, they'd be better off year. crossing – I mean, going to East Lansing and getting coached by D'Antonio. D'Antonio before – he's, he's not there anymore. <laughs> but back in the day. <laughs> right, uh, right. A couple years ago. Whatever. All right. Do you want uh, – so anything double, else you want to say? No, I just – I, I would rather the Colts take a offensive, offensive lineman. lineman. But it's one of those things. If Darisaw or Vera Tucker aren't there, I could. There's not really a left tackle type of guy sitting here at 21 that you think right. is going to be like 
But there echelon. will be one like in the second round, like for Sam, better value, like Sam Cosme value. or Dylan Raddins or uh, absolutely uh, Eichenberg from Notre Dame. I mean, there's so many options there. Or the, the we could trade back and try to get one of those guys at the end of the first round, if that if that's available. Um, so I think an edge rusher would be good there. They need pair they need him to with get Buckner. After, yeah, get after the quarterback a little bit and. I don't think Justin Houston is going to come back. He was big for us last year. I love Justin Houston. Um, 22, we got the Titans taking Caleb Farley out of Virginia Tech. He slid a little bit. A lot of people have had him as the cornerback too. Um, He slid due to some injury concerns, but this guy, he's a transitioned wide receiver with obscene ball skills. He's got superb athleticism. He's actually, even though he just transitioned a few years ago, he's already a pretty polished corner who's only going to get better. I considered him for the Bears very heavily. Um, Same school, Virginia Tech, as Kyle Fuller. Um, And honestly, our next pick at 23 was also a cornerback, if you want to take it. Yeah, uh, Greg Newsom out of Northwestern. And I know you know know this guy a lot. I really like him. He's really good. He's the guy that you were, like, all over talking about when – Northwestern was kind of giving you guys fits last season, correct? Yeah, their defense is better than people give them credit for, and not only they that, are. they're over they're overcoached. So they're, that's, they know they know the that? place. The like they're very okay. well coached. Sorry, that was the Jets. Yes, the Jets. So they they need they need help everywhere. everywhere. Uh, so I think they have a good safety though, right? May Marcus May. Yep. So they had another good safety, Jamal Adams. Lock down that secondary a little bit, and we'll see. Um, next at twenty four, we've got. Wait a minute, was this the Jamal Adams pick? Traded from this twenty. Uh, 20- I think it's traded from the Seahawks, probably. Oh yeah, I think that lines up because it's number twenty three. Right. Yeah, twenty four. We both were in consensus. Yeah, Najee yeah. Harris. If he's there, Steelers are going to take him, and I think that's just slam dunk. Yeah, he fits the Steelers like mold in my opinion. It's like he's just he looks like a Steelers running back and I think he's going to be a dude is super stud, talented. A, like a Derrick Henry type stud. I am calling that. He is going to be like an absolute monster in the league. I think he could be especially on a solidified team with already good veterans. Yeah. Number 25 is going to be my like shocker. I've got the Jacksonville Jaguars and Urban Meyer taking Rondale Moore out of Purdue. And I sit there and I think about Urban and what would Urban do. Urban loves players in this specific position, the Percy Harvin role. I think this is the best Percy Harvin type player since him maybe. And I think his injuries and lack of playing time lately has made people forget how talented this dude is. He came in his freshman year and he was like one of the best players in the nation. He was running through like four tackles on Ohio State's defense. He, I think he had like 250 yards on us when they upset us. It was insane. He was a, a monster, freshman. yeah. A and little, Ohio State recruited him so heavily. We a wanted little him small, really bad. right? He's like 5'7". Five, he's 5'7". Five, seven. Seven. Yeah. But my thing is, he's not like Kadarius Toney. He's not like Devontae Smith. This guy squats like 600 pounds. He's right. a phenom athlete. Like He's not only fast, a 4'2 type guy. He's... He's squatting like a bunch. He's benching a bunch. He's built like a tank and he can start and stop like almost no one. So I think that's potentially a shocker. I could see urban getting him and earlier than people think he'd go. Number 26. 
is your pick, and we both love this pick. We've got Zaven Collins out of Tulsa going to the Cleveland Browns. I love this kid. He's like 6'5", 260. Just an absolute Maybe not quite tank. that big, but he's definitely a big guy. He's He's got versatility, in my opinion. I think, I think w- you can bulk him up and get him into pass rushing roles just exactly. as much as a linebacker. Yeah, so I think he's got the speed to to be a like a to move around in pass coverage enough but okay okay yeah he dude he is 6'4 260 i mean the kid is an absolute did you say two, did you say 6'6 six, six, or did you say 6'4 i said 6'5 so he's 6'4 okay that's yeah you're yeah, really close so he's 6'4 six, 6'6 six, six is like stupidly tall for a linebacker it is yeah i mean talk about pass deflections how would well, yeah, dude. I mean, there's like what Tremaine so, Edmonds for the Bills is like maybe the only guy that tall that I can think he of off might, the top of my head. And I think he's only six four, so he's it's fucking like, super tall. Yeah, so I think he'd be a, a hit on the on the Browns with, uh, with Clowney and uh, Garrett and Denzel Ward. And I mean, they need good linebackers because they've got like honest to god talent at the other two levels of their defense. Exactly. They've got, they picked up Ward's option. They got Greedy Williams, who's still a young guy. They've got yep. a couple young guys at safety. Like they can keep their their team is like Madden. It's very fun. They've got it a lot is, of superstars. It's fun. And I Zaven Collins won the Bednerski or something this year. I can't remember. What's the Some, one for Bed is it Bedneric? What's the one for linebackers? I think that's it, right? Let me look. I think it's Our next pick, though, and I actually got to pick for the Raven. It, what is it called? It doesn't say. Why is it not saying? Buckus. My bad. I should fucking know that. Yeah, <laughs> Dick, you Dick should. <laughs> you uh, yeah, fan. he won the Buckus, if I'm not mistaken. Or no, that was a Wosu Koromoa. Maybe he won another one. I'm Maybe I'm just completely ignorant. That was, you know, I was doing good. Um, either, either way, way either he's way, very good. One, I think he might be my favorite linebacker in the class. Just because his size, like, I love his, I love him. My favorite linebacker in the class is at pick 30. We'll get to him in a second. Okay. And I think you can still consider him a linebacker. Uh, Pick 27, the first of the two Ravens picks, their original pick. I have them taking Tevin Jenkins, who I think is a plug-and-play replacement for Orlando Jones, who they traded to move up and get the 31st. Fuck, I do that every podcast. (laughs) Orlando Brown, son of Zeus Brown. Yeah, uh, yeah. who's going to go play left tackle and just absolutely kill it for the Chiefs. But they obviously are going to have a hole. And the guy that brings the most attitude and nasty demeanor is Tevin Jenkins. And he's a natural right tackle. He's played most of his career there. He's a mauler. I think he's going to fit into their running style. That's what they want. So yep. I think that's yep. – I think if he makes it there, they take him. Number 28, all you. I've got the New Orleans Saints – Pairing Asante Samuel Jr., cornerback out of Florida State, with Marshawn Lattimore, uh, to try to to try to stop that super heavy Tom Brady passing offense down in Tampa, and then you've got Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley in Atlanta, and um, good insight. Good and insight. Carolina's gonna be improved. McCaffrey's gonna be healthy. So, I mean, I mean, they they've been good in the secondary. The Saints have the past couple years, but you can never have enough pieces 
to just to reload. So I and I and I, I like that. I think and I think he's Asante Samuel Jr. is kind of like uh, J.C. Horn, where both dads are uh, played Patrick in Sertain. And Patrick Sertain, yeah. All three, three of the top four guys had top-end NFL fathers playing at their – not at their position. For all of them, uh, obviously Joe Horn, wide receiver, but two of them yeah. were corners. So they've been getting technique – drills coaching their entire lives which i think i'll say this asante samuel is not just an undersized slot guy like he can play a boundary corner he's technically sound that's his one knock and he played out he played on a shit fucking florida state team yeah but he's still very good and put out good tape so number 29 i've got the green bay packers doing what they should have done last year and that's taking a fucking wide receiver for Aaron Rodgers. um after looking at the talent available, the two guys I saw that were best were Terrace Marshall, LSU, and Elijah Moore. And then a lot of people are going to say Kadarius Tony at that pick. I think Tony doesn't have all of the requisite wide receiver skills. He just has a lot of suddenness and burst. I think he's going to have to grow into a wide receiver role, wherein, whereas I think Elijah Moore is ready to go as a mm-hmm. plug-and-play slot guy who can get open. And I think when you've got... <laughs> When you've got that kind of caliber quarterback thrown it to you, I think you're going to pair a very good weapon with an MVP quarterback, and I think it's going to make my division even fucking harder to win. And not only that, if any Definitely. of you guys remember this, this is the Ole Miss receiver that celebrated the touchdown by pissing in the end zone like a dog <laughs> and then getting like a technical. <laughs> so, like a, yeah. yeah, I like that pick, though. And the number 30, this guy's... <laughs> One of my favorite defensive players in the draft, and I think this guy has potential to blow. Yeah, yeah. Jalen Phillips, edge edge rusher out of Miami. I mean, you know a lot about this kid. You can can I'll let talk you about go him? ahead. Yeah, talk about him because his right, story so is amazing. This kid, this man, he's a man. Let me He's a man. He's a young man. See if I can fight. I want to say it was 2017. Let me check just to make sure. He transferred so the, from yep, UCLA, right? Yep, I got to you. Miami. So it's the 20 24/7 Sports Composite had him coming out of high school in California as the number 1 player in high school as a linebacker edge rusher. Mm. He went to UCLA, blew up as a freshman, but then he got a concussion and then he got hurt like his knee, I believe, near ankle. And then his next year he got multiple concussions. And those are just the ones that were reported. And there's a rule in college where if you have three reported concussions, you have to medically retire. And that's what happened, which is obscene. Number one recruit, medically retired by like Mm. his sophomore year, if I'm not mistaken. Both of his parents were professional musicians. And he went, he dropped out of UCLA and attended a music school for like a year. Lost a lot of his bulk because he was just a regular ass kid. Mm -hmm. Then I don't know exactly how it happened, but Miami contacted him. Miami was getting a lot of notable transfers at this point. Uh, they got Tate Martell out of Ohio State QB and then like made right. him a whiteout. It was really dumb. Um, <laughs> they got him. I don't know how he got cleared off of his medical retirement, but he must have had like a doctor just like say something. Comes back, passed a red shirt a year. He Everyone sees him come in as a skinny little twig and they're thinking like, is this the guy? And he spends a year getting fucking stacked again. And everyone's like, holy shit, this guy's in practice like murdering people. And he's like still gaining bulk. Comes out, plays pretty fucking good last year he's got the injury history concerns but i love a guy that can step away from the game after being the number one player to do another passion 
and then just come right the fuck back and put on all that weight and still do well. Like I've got nothing but respect for yeah, this guy to fight. What a great story. There. I'm glad that he's healthy again. Like, and you know what I mean? News, when I, I wouldn't mind if the bears took him at 20. I'm I wouldn't saying it right now. Well, I wouldn't mind. Even though the, we've got pass rushers, I wouldn't yeah. mind. I like this guy a lot. I would almost rather when you told me the, his story, I would rather the Colts take him over Quiddy pay just for the story alone. Like my goodness. Yeah, I I should say he'd be a good fit on that defense. I think. On on Indy. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I th- you guys run a four three, but I think he could potentially play linebacker and or defense. His player. stock is rising because I think he impressed a lot of people on his pro day. Jalen Phillips, he's, that is. Dude, he's a very athletic person. Like, yeah. On top of all of it, so and he's the best. He's the most next? polished. I'll say this real quick. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. He's no, the you're most good, you're good. polished pass rusher by far out okay. of these top guys. Gotcha. Like, not even close. Because like, a lot he's of them are a good pass rusher. A lot of them are raw. I mean, Quiddy Pay and Ojolari are pretty raw. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like their talent. If I'm not mistaken, number, right? Yes, number thirty-one, the second of the Ravens picks. I got him taking Terrace Marshall. Mm-hmm. Very talented, super athletic wide receiver. Lar- long guy, large frame. I think they need a big guy that can make catches for Lamar Jackson. They've got yes. Hollywood. I had him taking an offensive lineman, and I want him taking a big guy that can block on the perimeter as well as make contested catches. Did you see what their GM said the other day? He was like, he said that he said that he was offended uh, that people were saying that they needed wide receivers. He's like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm deeply offended by that. Like, and the guys in our room are offended by that, which it's it's typical GM talk. Good. Be if it, yeah, he's trying to gas up his guys, but like, good, be offended. Exactly. There's a reason but, people are talking about it. Yeah, when when uh, when you're signing Des Bryant off the street to be your number two wideout, like you need you need a wide receiver. Yeah, Des Bryant, throw up the X, Aiden. Uh, I just remember when so I was I in basic know. training. I like that. And pick. I I was at basic training, and I had to. You, you always have to go with a wingman everywhere. You can't be by yourself. And I took a kid the to the system. clinic because he was sick. And somehow, like, I had to wait on him to get done. And I'm like, I'm going to fucking explore this place. And I ended up finding the place where the, like, terminal kids are. Not terminal. They're the kids that are, like, they have something that makes it so they can't continue with their military service. But whenever that happens, they have to wait there for, like, months at a time. Sometimes it's actually faster to leave San Antonio by graduating than it is to get medically washed. Like, you end up taking more time. And, like, Whoa. I ended up finding them, and they spend, like, all day in this hospital just, like, watching Sports Center and movies. And I, I heard, da-da-da, da-da-da, and I'm like, I'm going to go find this. So I went back there, and I was sitting in this group of, like, 12 kids, and the, uh, like, doctors and the MTIs kept coming by and looking at me, but no one said anything. And I was just watching. I remember specifically a top 10 Sports Center, and it was that one where Des Bryant, like, mossed a dude on the sideline and like plucked it from over him and like had to double clutch it yes and i'm like yeah i'm getting to watch football i was so excited dude, that is so sweet Desi's- i was in there for like two hours watching sports center and i took it back to my flight and i told everyone all the scores and stuff <laughs> dude des was an all-timer back in the day i mean he was that really was- good I liked this that was an aside yeah. let's finish it up pick 32 and let me say this real quick after a lot of thought, I think they would take a QB there. I think they would take like a Davis Mills type guy. Honestly. I think. Well, I think the Bucks so. for the fifth year option when they already have Brady. Exactly right. I I think 
I think that they could take Davis Mills there if he's not gone already. I mean, people I have been. I don't think he should be. I don't think he should be either. But it's just crazy that we haven't. I went best player available and uh, picked Trayvon Mooring, safety out of TCU. I don't know much about him, but I mean, you've told me that he's like. He's really, really good. Like, best safety in the class, right? There's a couple safeties I like. He's the highest regarded safety. Right. He has a slender frame. He's more of a he's more of a free. I think you've got Winfield who can play in the box. I think it's a good fit. He's got a lot of talent, especially at the bottom of the first. He's kind of like a dart in and take out your ankles type of tackler, which I don't always like to see, but like a lot of guys get away with it. He's definitely yeah. going to take the fucking ball away from you, which is what they want. Anytime you can get the goat a couple more possessions – in like a couple games stretch, you take that. I think he's a guy that's going to get you turnovers for sure. No he's a good doubt. athlete. So and their that was our mock draft. I think we had a lot of fun. We actually talked way more than I thought. It's already been an hour. I know. Um, yeah, we. Talked I think a lot. we should both hit on what we'd like to see in the second round, and I'll hit on a couple of late guys because this is our only pre-draft coverage we're really going to get before the actual draft on Thursday. You know. Okay, I need both for for. The Colts and the Vikings, I need them both to pick multiple offensive linemen on <laughs> in round two and three and and four, like etc. Like the Vikings can take like three of them, three or four, and just completely retool. There's enough talent deep in this draft where you can find viable like starting guards and tackles like into the third and fourth rounds in this draft. Am I right? Am I right with that? Yeah. Um, just for people's information, I will list off a couple that we haven't even talked about. Like Alex better... Leatherwood was a yeah. top five recruit and he's a four year starter. Wyatt Davis, five star off Ohio state guard, Jalen Mayfield, super athletic kind of rough around the edges. Jackson Carmen, top 10 guy, five star out of high school at Clemson, Creed Humphrey, Oklahoma, plug and play center for 10 years in the league. Dylan Raddins, North Carolina, North Dakota State, protected Trey Lance. I think more of a project, but potentially like multi, like five to ten years starter. Yeah. If you could get in the second or third. Samuel Cosme, maybe the most athletic and lean out of Texas. Tackle. Yeah. Landon Dickerson, a guy after my own heart, the like nastiest interior offensive lineman. Um, he's he was at Alabama. I can't remember what team he transferred from, but it was like a smaller school. He transferred to Alabama. Love him. Trey Smith. I could see a Urban Meyer taking him in the later rounds. We recruited him at Ohio State a lot. He's a five-star guy, Tennessee. Deontay Brown was the massive offensive lineman from Alabama, who's like 350. Yeah. Walker Little was a top-five guy who got injured his sophomore year, and then he opted out. Then, that's not even to mention Quinn Miners. Yeah, that's my favorite guy. I, would, I love him. I love him so much. I would. Who did I say he should go to? Who is a perfect team fit for him? Who did you say? Minnesota Vikings, the Canadian man You're himself. right. Dude, he would be the Minnesota Dude, Vikings. Would, he is the epitome. He'd be your top jersey sale. He is, yes, he would be. He would be the epitome of the Minnesota Vikings. And I wouldn't mind literally them trading back. And then like tr- even even trade back twice if you want. And pick just him up in the middle of the second. Pick him up in like the second and just get... This is one of those drafts where you could almost not even have a first-round pick 
and be almost better off just loading up on second and third round picks. Like it's one of those deep, see, this, deep, deep. See, this CBS, this CBS NFL prospect ranking database has 20 offensive linemen ranked in the top 100. That's insane. Prospects. That makes wow. me just salivate. Yeah. That yeah. never happens. And these it guys are legitimately happens. good. They um, are. I think the bears need to, if, if Mills makes it out of the first round and makes it through to the bears pick, I would like him, but yes. I don't know if he will. Yeah. Cause he's getting a lot of buzz. He was a, uh, the top QB in his class. I've talked about him before. Yep. I think honestly we need a QB, but like, just give me some fucking talent and then let our team drift off into a bad record this year so we could clean house. But give me some young talent we can build off of. And yeah. I'll say this. Um, yeah, that's Our smart. GM, Ryan Pace, how much I hate him, he does get really good value in the late rounds, so I would also like to see him trade back. Like, if that that's your MO, you, you hit on fourth and fifth and third rounders, so fucking get those guys because you're like one of five on your first rounders. Exactly. Yeah, um, I would like to see Liam Eikenberg out mm-hmm. of Notre Dame as a left tackle. I think he's a plug and play. I'd like Jackson Carmen out of Clemson. I would like a lot of these guys, actually, these offensive linemen. But if it's a corner, I if Asante Samuel's there in the second round, I'm saying for sure pull the trigger. Oh, yeah. I don't know if he will be. I think you might have had him a little higher than they do because of his size. But right, right. what about Colts? Do you have any insight on them you want to mention? Not necessarily. I like uh, I I like Eichenberg for them because he reminds me of Costanzo, and Costanzo was just a bookend tackle for like it's a good comp twelve fifteen years. Um, but other than that, I mean, we need they could use a corner. They've got Kenny Moore in the slot, who's one of the best slot corners in the league, and then so they need help on the outside. Xavier Rhodes resigned. He had a rejuvenated year last year. Um, and then they've got Rocky Scene, who... What a eh, name. What a name. What a great name. But he had an up-and-down year. So I think they could pick up a corner in the second or third round that that could help him out. Um, and, and a wide receiver. They need a... They need another wide receiver to pair I with. I think they for sure need to get a wide receiver. I think even that might even be the guy T.Y. did, the T.Y. did uh, re-sign with the Colts. Um, yeah, but still, do you get another talent? And they've got Michael Pittman. Uh, Who's the tight end? That's Yeah, they need a tight end, too. Who's the tight end? Dude, Je- what is the number one guy that fucking Carson Wentz has always relied on? Tight end. Ertz. Yeah. Is his guy. He relies on the tight end I in would, the middle. It it is, and that's Jack Doyle. So we need an upgrade at tight oh, end. Oh God, too. yeah. And there's not even really a. I mean, you can get like Fryermuth out of Penn State, but he's not going to be a world breaker. No. You know who's going to be really good is Jeremy Rucker out of Ohio State next year. That guy's fucking phenomenal. He's a and beast. We never throw. Dude, he he's good for one highlight reel, full extension, one handed catch. catch. <laughs> yeah. Every year, and then he just does the like ice in my veins thing. Um. So really quickly. Yeah. Every year in these drafts, there's going to be these five-star guys out of high school that quite didn't quite put it together that end up going late for whatever reason. This year specifically, I'm seeing some guys with high upside you could get after the third round even. Yeah. Marvin Wilson, a lot of these guys, honestly, Ohio State recruited. And I know that's me being biased as a Buckeye fan, but it seems like the guys that Urban Meyer used to recruit ended up panning it almost every time. 
a lot of them did, even on the other teams. So Marvin Wilson is a big no, like a, I don't know, like body occupying, lane clogging, interior nose guard guy from Texas, played at Florida State. He never quite like flashed super well, but I think he was the leader of their defense. He's very talented for his size with his athleticism. I'd actually like to see the Bears take him in like the fourth if he's still there. Put him with a fellow Florida State guy, Eddie Goldman. Let him learn a little bit. Mm-hmm. Then, mm-hmm. even in this top 10 for 2017 of these 24-7 composite, you have Foster Sorrell and Walker Little both committed to Stanford, which is crazy to me that these two top 10 guys. Foster Sorrell you could probably get at the bottom of the draft. He's not a great prospect, but he still has the requisite size and intangibles like he did. If you can get a good coach on him, you might be able to get like a lot of value out of that late round pick. And I do think Walker Little could potentially be good. You've got guys like Joshua Kando, who also played at Florida State. Super long defensive end. Doesn't I watched his film. He doesn't have that many highlights because he didn't do that well. He doesn't have that many moves as as a defensive pass rusher. But he's got length and athleticism. Again, get him late, get him coaching. Right. Baron Browning out of Ohio State. Super fucking talented. We just never really know where to put him. I think he fits better in the NFL where they want these athletic linebackers. I think he's got pass rushing skills, but he could also, I think he could fit as a 3 4 linebacker if you like let him develop there. I think his true calling was pass rushing, but we always wanted him to play linebacker. Okay, But he's the guy that came in, if you recall, when we were about to get really blown out by Alabama and had a single strip sack on Mac Jones, remember? That he was him. He came in and just strip sack. That was him. Okay. Um, and then they, we thought we might come back, and then no, they put it to bed. Then yeah. you got a guy like Dylan Moses, who nobody really talks about. You can, He's a linebacker. Yeah, he's I remember like him Enoch from at a Alabama. few years ago. Yeah, I remember him. And he peaked as a freshman. Injuries have robbed some of his athleticism, but he's still a very talented yeah, linebacker. Yeah, give me him in the fifth. No, he won't be there that long. I you mean, got guys dude, like, it is a deep draft, Aiden. It is. You've got guys like all th- all in a row here. you got Trey Smith, offensive lineman out of Tennessee, David M- Davis Mills, who Stanford guy we talked about, and Sean Wade out of Ohio State. Sean Wade, I'm not – I he should have left last year and been a first-rounder. But third and fourth round, I'm taking him because he's shown the ability to be a lot like a lights out talent. It's right. just he played so timid this year because I think he was scared of getting hurt because he knew he would get drafted. And I think it cost him millions of dollars playing like that. Yeah, definitely it did. But I think he's very good. And I could keep going for days. There's guys in the 2018 class. We don't have to hit on all of them. But basically what I'm saying is you can get really good players later. Oh, like everywhere. guys like Amon yeah. Ross St. Brown was the number 11 player. Tyson Campbell was the number 12. Both of those guys you're going to get in the second or third round. Wide receiver and corner, respectively. Yeah, I like it's crazy. the St. Brown family. So, so, does that wrap it up? Yeah, that wraps up our draft coverage. We were a little at a little over an hour. I had a lot yeah, of fun. Not bad. I had a, yeah, I had a blast doing the doing the mock. I love doing them. So, I've actually never done one. I usually just like look at them and try to like. I didn't even realize they had simulators my, like that. Me either, but I should have realized it because it's like you should go in. T, I've done this a few times. Go in and do it for your entire draft for just the Colts and just the Vikings. It's super fun. Because you're like, oh, my God, look at these cool guys I can get, like Josh Imator Bebe or Trayvon Grimes in, like, the sixth round. I'm going to do Tra- that. And I'll Trayvon probably- Grimes, 
five-star wide receiver from Ohio State transferred to Florida and never put it together. It several times just to like it's mess fun. around. Yeah, I love it. Luke, how do you not like this? Yeah, Luke, where are you at, Luke? Where uh, you at? So due to wait a minute. Luke doesn't have his in-law here right now. He just hates mock drafts. His in-law That's is coming right. next week during the draft. So bad That's news, right. any listeners that are potentially listening, we're not going to have a live draft episode. We are going to record our reactions after the fact. So right. we'll obviously right. be in contact, but it's been fucking ruined. So Yeah, thanks. The plans are ruined. Thanks. No, that's it's okay. No, uh, it's important to see family. Family is obviously takes especially first priority. in the pandemic riddled yeah. world that we people live are in. getting vaccinated and people are going to see each other and it makes me happy. So it's just a game. It's and it, even that it's just a draft four game and that's much less important than family. All right. All right. Yeah. So, well, make sure, Luke, when you edit this, make sure to tell uh, Dan Orlovsky Shepard we said hello. <laughs> when he comes Dan there. Orlovsky Shepard. <laughs> For NFL Mayo, our draft recap special, and I have been Aiden. And I've been T. And we'll see you guys next week for the draft. Yep. Have a good one. Yeah.